truck and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. Happy Tuesday. Greetings to you. Oh, no, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. We, we have literally every gremlin imaginable. So what day is it? Happening right now. Happen, Simul- literally happening right now. My mic is on. Yours is on. We can hear. It's Wednesday. Okay, Aaron, you're alive. Just questionable. Just, yeah. All right. It's going to be one of those days. 888-933-93 is the number. 888-933-93. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on... By the way, if you do like us on Facebook, just keep hit me. Like Danny DeVito in One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. Just keep hitting like over and over again and maybe maybe after you do it 37 44 times one of them will show up uh you can like us on facebook uh where we've been shadow banned follow us on twitter at steve day show for those of you listening today via the podcast or um uh, via blaze radio last name is spelled d-e-a-c-e and if you are listening today via the podcast if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice we would greatly appreciate that coming up a little bit later on at the bottom of the hour our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation daniel horowitz from conservative review will take us inside politics we've got a truth bomb coming your way we're going to play our little game of buy sell or hold but I got to start off here with a quick public service announcement, and I got to do you a solid here, Aaron. All right. You're dragging today, bro, aren't hey. you? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been off all morning since we've been here, right? Pretty much. Yeah, kind of duct taped together over there. Yeah. I mean, he is. You were telling me you didn't get enough sleep last night. I mean, you're up till when? 10.30. No. It's... <laughs> aren't it's... young people supposed are... to have more energy? Isn't that the way it's supposed to work? You just... Are you... You like an eighty-year-old woman? Are you like tucked under an afghan at home and keeping I, drafts you know, off you? In my defense, guys, what time do I get in here every morning? It's I between. Know. I don't know because I don't get here. You know, it's between six and seven, and I Is get it? up. Okay. I get up at like five forty-five or so. I mean, my twelve-year-old son told me today after our cardio workout, I got the back of a ninety-year-old man. He literally told me that. <laughs> He's twelve, man. <laughs> He's stepping like that now? Yeah. You got to take care of that before I know. it's too late. I know. I'm like, where is my belt? No, you don't. <laughs> All right. So where is this leading to? I, You know what, man? I've got extra bottles at home, Aaron. Okay. I'm going to bring a bottle in for you tomorrow. All right? I'm going to hold you to that. From our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. It's called From Dawn to Dusk. All right? It's their. It's an all-natural energy supplement. It doesn't have any jitters. Um, it, you know, you don't have... It doesn't have 75 chemicals. You've heard me say this before. Where, you know, where do you, what is it that requires energy when you go to a gas station? Your car. That's where you get energy for your car, right? So that means don't walk in there, buy something off the shelf that you can't read any of the ingredients and get energy there for you. Don't do that. All right. Get energy from where nature, your creator intended. Uh, and, and there's no afternoon crashes, no calories, no sugar. I love this formula and. I'm 45 years old. I'm probably twice Aaron's size, and apparently I've got twice the energy, all right? So this is one of the reasons why. So I'm bringing you in a, one of my extra bottles of this tomorrow. Grazie. All right? All right. If you want to try this out yourself, uh, BrickHouseSteve.com is the website, BrickHouseSteve.com, and use my name, Steve, as a promo code to get 15% off of your first order at BrickHouseSteve.com. And now, here, here is a very beleaguered Aaron with what happened while we were away. 
What happened while we were away brought to you by a distinct lack of justice. I think that what people need to hear is just the truth. I'm left hanging my head and asking why. You do such a disservice when you lie about things like this. Why would anyone, especially an African-American man, use the symbolism of a noose to make false accusations? I noticed the rope around my neck and I started screaming. How could someone look at the hatred and suffering associated with that symbol and see an opportunity to manipulate that symbol to further his own public profile? They called me Cook County, Illinois State Attorney Kim Fox announced yesterday that all 16 charges against Ray Spader and former actor Jussie Smollett have been dropped in connection with his felony false police report of a hate crime back in January. Here's what Smollett had to say. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. Here's what the head of the police had to say. Do I think justice will serve? No. Where do I think justice is? I think this city is still old an apology. And here's what Mayor Rahm Emanuel had to say. I think on two things I'd like to say, or three things I'd like to say. One, on financial costs, this $10,000 doesn't even come close to what the city spent in resources to actually look over the camera, gather all the data, gather all the information that actually brought the indictment by the grand jury on many, many multiple different charges. Second is what I would call the ethical costs. Now this casts a shadow of whether they're telling the truth, and he did this all in the name of self-promotion. And he used the laws of the hate crime legislation that all of us collectively over years have put on the books to stand up to be the values that embody what we believe in. This is a whitewash of justice. Mega star Cardi B is in hot water, maybe, due to an old video of her explaining how, when she worked as a stripper, she'd drug and rob men. The rapper slash entertainer responded saying, quote, I never claimed to be perfect. Didn't we throw Bill Cosby in prison for doing stuff like this? <laughs> Mitch McConnell forced a procedural vote on the so-called Green New Deal yesterday, which failed 57 to nothing with 43 Democrats and a Bernie Sanders voting present. Let's go to San Francisco, where an 85-year-old pro-life activist was holding a prayer vigil outside a Planned Parenthood location. A thug came over and stole his sign. The activist tried to stop him by putting a stick in the spokes of his bike. Here's what happened next. Old man, stay on the ground. Stay on the ground, old man, unless you want to get hurt. And finally, a video that sums up our media continue to clear pockets of ISIS fighters who are hiding in caves and tunnels. NBC News' Matt Bradley is in eastern Syria in an area where the last remnants of the Islamic State and so-called caliphate uh, were. Matt, what's the, uh, what's the situation for you? Good? Fine? Better? All right, we, got, uh, we do not have Matt. We will come back to him when we get him. And that's what happened while we were away. That's how I did my hair this morning. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is. (laughs) 
Aaron's Montage brought to you by friends of Real Estate Agents I Trust. You know, spring is here, and that means it is home buying and selling season. If you want to buy or sell your home this year with the results you're looking for, uh, you want to check out realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a company and a website started by Glenn Beck and some of his associates a few years ago because they were tired of real estate agents that talked a good game but then did not deliver the promised results when needed the most. This is one of the most stressful uh, things you'll do in your life. Uh, I've done it a couple times. Trust me, don't try to do it without a real estate agent that you can trust. And what sets this apart from other referral services is those other services are really put together to help uh, agents find clients. They're advocacy organizations for real estate agents. In this case, uh, they're advocating for you the customer to find an agent that will do you right. So if you want to buy your sell, buy or sell your home uh, or your next home for the right price at the right time, check out the website, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, we're going to have more on this green new deal vote uh, on the round table later today uh, here at the blaze. So make sure you stay tuned in for that. Uh, you know, it, it's clearly a show vote. Right. But we've also said in the past, not all show votes are created equally. Some are worthy of having. Is this one of them? Uh, we will discuss that on the roundtable later today. But but I, I think um, the Jesse Smollett story, I, I think, has. Well, here's what I can't decide. Is it a symptom of the far-reaching ramifications, or is it a cause of the far-reaching ramifications? Because if this were a Jeopardy category, I would take, why did a whole bunch of people vote for Donald Trump for $800, Alex? I mean, this is, yeah. this is a Donald Trump campaign commercial. And it, it, it goes to where this grievance, why people are just tired of these double standards. Uh, I saw a, a, a guy I like to follow on Twitter uh, who's a conservative independent, Drew McCoy. It, he tweeted out yesterday, gee, why is America having a populist moment? I don't know. <laughs> All right. People are tired of being told tolerance for me, but not for thee. They're tired of being told diversity for me and not for thee. And this is why, if you're wondering but Trump has all these character issues for the people that are voting for him and supporting him for this reason. That actually almost encourages them all the yeah, more. I think you're right. Uh, it almost as if to say, you know what? I know who this guy is and you deserve him. Yes. That's Have exactly at it. Right. That's exactly Have right. at it. Here's your turd in the, I dropped the turd in the punch bowl and I'm just going to walk by now and I'm going to roll tape and just watch y'all just drinking it. Actually, I think okay? there's more people in the next election, a long way to go, they're more likely to vote for that reason I than totally last agree. time. I totally agree. Because, because it's it. Because here's the thing. There was this notion that this stuff wasn't happening. Um, or this stuff was blown out of proportion. Exactly. And, the, and this was only the fantastical ravings of the comment section at Breitbart, uh, Reddit forums, and white uh, alt-right nationalists who had a conference in D.C. and were outnumbered by liberal journalists 10 to 1. Because I think 230 people showed up and they had like, you know, 5,000 members of the media or something there covering it. All right. But now this stuff is all out in the open. And it's unavoidable. And... There's two things to note about this. You know, Rahm Emanuel is the guy that invented the phrase, never let a good exactly. crisis go to waste. I thought about that. 
He's one of the chief Obama architects of Obamaism. The guy who's the Karl Rove of Obama world, David Axelrod, was all over media yesterday talking about what a miscarriage of justice this is. This is the Chicago way. All your, I mean, this is a city that is notoriously and historically corrupt. And now you're just adding the soulful corruption of what intersectionality does to the process. I mean, this Cook County prosecutor's there because George Soros gave her like a half million half half a million dollars to run for prosecutor of one county in Chicago. That's going to win you a race, guys. All right, and that's she's, why she's there. She's what linked to Michelle Obama's what chief of staff? Yes. She's linked to Kamala Harris. Yes, yeah. This is this is. If you've ever wondered what we meant when people like me for years said, this isn't about equality. This is about getting even. And what the difference is, this is an example of it. That's what this is. Hey, this is, this is, this is a, a miniature version of the people that applauded OJ getting off, knowing that he was a murderer, because they just wanted to see someone that looked like them get away with stuff that they've seen uh, rich white famous people get away with in the past. And this is just another variation of this. It's the other side of the coin of, coin of racism. Because of the color of my skin, yes. I finally want to have something that yes. the other people have. yes. Yeah. And and what Rahm Emanuel and it's key is who when he makes that statement yesterday, what's key is who he's standing with. Yeah. All right. Yep. Because I don't believe for a second he says those things if if the police union doesn't come out and say, oh, hell to How the no. How about them optics? Yeah. Oh, hell to the no. And and I don't care what you, who you worked with in Chicago. You ain't getting elected nope. dog catcher if you run afoul of the unions in Chicago, brother. So the minute that the Fraternal Order of Police said, oh, hell to the no with this, Rahm Emanuel was just kind of like, well, dude, I know, where, I, know where my, I know where my bread is buttered. And Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris ain't buttering my bread right now. But the police union will make sure there's no butter or bread to be buttered if I don't make if I don't stand here right now. And I think when you see guys like Axelrod and others coming out, there's an interview making the rounds of Don Lemon, of all people, who was who was beyond sympathetic to his boy, uh, Jesse Smollett. Um, And and now he was he's asking critical questions of his attorney who yesterday said that uh, Smollett never lied, then said, well, yes, it wasn't uh, white uh, people wearing MAGA hats. It was these Nigerians. And then then said later, well, I wasn't sure if that's what I said. I mean, here's the thing. This has, the they are so concerned about this blowing up their entire racial identity game. Because this is the kind of thing that that makes people say, you know what, you you literally just checked every box about why I don't agree with you. And then you're going to pee on me and tell me it's raining. And then after you do that, then you're going to rub my nose in it. So what I don't know is if this is an escalation to another level, this story, or it's just the next chapter of uh, that that under that undergirds and confirms a narrative that had already long existed. What's your thoughts on that, Todd? Can it be both? Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's an either or proposition. I mean, it's. Listen, and by the way, his community service is. I think he he worked at the Rainbow Bush yes, Coalition over that, the weekend, yes. right? Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. that that's what his. That's what the community service debt that he paid was. We can count on the next level, the next chapter of crazy happening, but what, I mean, we're always on here trying to think out, and we're saying things out loud 
as a guest that we never would have said just three years ago because mm-hmm. that we we know it's some, uh, there's going to be a next chapter because they can't stop, won't stop. We know it's going to escalate on some level, but it's really hard to peg how. No, I hadn't heard of a Jesse Smollett until— uh, I uh, had no idea exactly. who the guy was until this. And yeah. now uh, my wife was at a uh, track meet. Uh, last night for uh, my daughter and was sitting behind uh, a man she said was in his uh, guess to be in his 70s and this guy can he, and he's like can you believe what happened with Jesse Smollett and she said I wouldn't have guessed that it would have been on mm-hmm. his radar it, this is it, and so it just goes back to where you started about that populist moment I mean it people and you never know right before you came in you heard Aaron and I is talking and you never know there's so many dots out there and th- it's hard to connect a picture for a lot of people People because they, they go well, let's connect and- some dots. Mark Garagos is his attorney. Yes. Mark Garagos, chief CNN legal contributor, who suddenly, when he was named as the co-conspirator in Michael Avenetti's re- uh, arrest earlier this week, suddenly CNN told us, well, he doesn't work for us anymore. They never bothered to let us know before uh, when, you know, the, when, when he wasn't working for them. Uh, Garagos also represented Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I didn't know. All right, and and so wow. Nike has See. has has pumped Colin Ka- Kaepernick's pockets full of cash the last couple of years, and he responds by essentially attempting, according to the feds, essentially attempting to blackmail them along with Michael Evanetti. All these dots connect because it is one massive culture of corruption called progressivism. Right, and what is ha- and and you're and what's happening is there's two kinds of corruption. There's the, there's the, when I, that's why when I talked about when you throw intersectionality into typical Chicago corruption, you're talking a soulful corruption. There is the typical corruption of, you know, when in Vegas, staying, you know, you, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? You, you know, I don't have to report that line of income. Uh, I can look the other, that's your typical human corruption. You know, I, I can take these steroids, prolong my career as a professional athlete. All right. The, the, the corners we are all tempted to cut in order to make the way or achieve the significance or maintain some st- what we believe to be our, our sense of stability in this world east of Eden. Right. Mm-hmm. And we are all tempted by this. But then there's a spirit of the age that comes along. Right. This is this is where we supersize it now. All right. And this is where we go from the hell on earth that we can inflict because of the sinfulness in each of our hearts to where we are literally now active participants in the doctrines of demons now. That's what that's what progressivism represents at this. That's what well, let me rephrase that. That's what spirit of the age progressivism represents. And the question is, when does that hit people outside of the... I mean, it hits us, we get it. But the hell no moment you talked about, that's pretty much what happened with Donald Trump beating Hillary Clinton. People just kind of said, by a narrow margin, yeah. a lot of people said, hell no. People that had voted for Obama twice. It's, it speaks again. When does the moment happen that again happened where to the it fraternal order outside of the bubble? That happened, well, you just saw it. Yes, I know. It's that photo op with the Fraternal Order of the Police of Chicago. They're like, man, we've looked the other way when contractors have had their palms greased and politicians in Chicago buy offices and aldermen they've they've been looking their other way for how many years that's why the city's so corrupt maybe working on that i have traveled through chicago hundreds of times in my life they have literally been doing construction on the same stretch of i-80 by that oasis between joliet and chicago all my freaking life we spent a whole show about your last exodus there okay no doubt and the and the fraternal order of police is like man we know that's how the game is played right okay 
But now you're going to tell us that we're going to use you as a launching pad for our victimology publicity tour. And we're going to we're going to taint all of your city with this broad brush. We're going to make your police department agents of, of effectual agents of my of my of my sanctif- progressive public sanctification. Priests within yeah, Yes. Yeah. Nope. That's where that's now we're folk uh, uh no. Hell to the no. That is where, again, there is the typical corruption that we in a fallen state all have to navigate and resist and will and, and all are like sheep and have gone astray. We will all succumb to at some level and then try to justify later. That's the human condition, right? Chicago is a capital of the human condition in America right now. But now you're throwing on top of it the intersectionality cult. And now you're talking about American Babylon. That's really now you're talking about this places. is spirit. Yes. Spirit of the age, horror Babylon kind of stuff is what's going on in Chicago. And that's where the fraternal order of the police said, you know what? Hell no, no, we're not doing this. All right. This is we are not going to play. We're not going to be the extras in your morality play where you get to say, because I'm black and gay, I am a higher form of being. And I'm justified now in, in saying everybody with, that's white with a MAGA hat should be original, should, should be given an aura of suspicion just because. And that's what you, so you want to know when does this break outside the bubble? That's why I'm temp, That's why I kind of think this is a new front and an escalation. You mean by but, new, like because permanent, it, like lasting? Yeah. That's yeah what, I, I think when that's you, the key. We yes. have new fronts all the time. Do they last? Oh, I, 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 this is where when you've got, when you've got two of the major architects that have that have incentivized these people to do things like this in David Axelrod and Rahm Emanuel on the same day, and you've got Barack Obama silent about this in his own hometown, Michelle Obama silent about this in their own hometown. Oh, I think it, we have broken outside the bubble now. I, I think there's no. Preach. I get to, I get to use Good Morning America. I get I and 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 it's all because and they let him do it. Because the reason they let him do it is they want to believe this is what the other America they don't like. They want to believe this is who we are. They need to believe this. They have to believe this. But here's the thing. They got to take it a step further. See, this is all the same story. This is Russian collusions. Trump is not relevant in any of this. And if it wasn't Trump, it would just be somebody else that represented the other America. If it was somebody that had been married to the same woman for 70 years... Watch Robert Mueller get, Robert Mueller's getting destroyed by all of these people. He was their last son of Krypton a week ago. Okay. It's not just that they need and have to and want to believe this about the people that don't agree with them, but they need to force the rest of America. It's in the jury box. They need to force them to think this way too. All these stories, Covington Catholic, this story, Kavanaugh, I don't even like, let me say this every, I feel like I have to say this every time. In a normal setting, Brett Kavanaugh is the sort of judicial nomination from a Republican I would have opposed. But there's a higher principle here. The higher principle is our ideological arguments about where to take the country in the future are largely not relevant right now. And I say this, I'm not happy to admit this because I've made my whole career these arguments. But there is an invading force coming. It's here. The orcs are coming over the wall. 
And they really don't care about whose way is better, the dwarfs or the elves. They don't care about the they don't care about reassembling the sword to reassert the age of man. They don't care. They don't care. Some people just want to watch the world burn. What can men do against such reckless hate? This is these people are sociopaths. And that's often a term that is associated with serial killers because that's an extreme form. But when they show the, the, the moral certainty, I must be a victim. I must be. I could never lie. I'm my mother's son. I'm a man of faith. I could never do this. I am above reproach. Let me put it another way for y'all. Ye be like God. That's what this is. And we may all have our disagreements about whether God spoke exclusively through Moses or indwelled in the flesh of Jesus Christ. We may have all those arguments, but coming over the ridge, and I have my positions on those arguments, and I'm convinced I'm right, and I'm not changing my mind for any of y'all, okay? However, coming over the ridge is a horde. And it is death or survival. That's there's not a middle ground. They and and, and it's not me saying this. They are. They're yelling it as they're coming over they're the ridge, promising it. They're pro- yes. They're holding banners and signs. You're asking me, hey, ignore all of those because of something Trump tweeted at 4 a.m. Did you see the 80 year old man who just got yes. kicked uh, because he was holding a sign that somebody yeah. didn't like? There's That's exhibit a. Great a. Point. Yeah, these stories are all connected. That's what's going on here. We will, you will slit your throat or you'll let us do it. That's the offer. Deal or no deal. That's the offer. There's no middle deal. And I, I think we have to come to grips with this. And I, I say this as someone that has built my entire livelihood on having these arguments that right now, largely, we don't have, in my view, if I'm being honest, I'm, it's the year of no BS. I have to be honest with you and myself. I sort of feel like I don't have the luxury of having some of the arguments that I've built my entire career on wanting to have because there's a clear and present danger here. If, these, if, if, if the orcs have their way, we're never going to get to have these arguments. This is end of civilization stuff. This is existential determination stuff. I got a guy emailing me that I'm too tough on Mitt Romney because we, you know, don't you want to find a moderate solution to climate change? What's your moderate solution to um, if if we're all going to be dead in 12 years? What do you do? You know what the moderate solution is to that? And I and Ted Danson told me when I was Aaron's age, I was going to be dead 25 years ago because of the oceans. This is this is a fervor. This is a zealotry. You 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 this is this is the mob outside of Lot's house, guys. There's not a negotiation taking place here. Give the mob whatever it wants or let the sulfur fall. Is that tell me am I missing a, a middle option? 
I'd like there to be a middle option. I just don't see it. it and it's so brazen. They're just doing it in your face now. What this Cook County prosecutor did, let me recuse myself and then do it, turn around and drop all the charges. Literally, man, they're whipping it out and they're urinating in your face, man. Yeah. And rolling tape. Yeah. I, I What I hear you saying is we, we really can't, at this point, we can't afford to debate between blasters, phasers, um, um, you know, a, a, a sword, an axe, because um, they're coming over the wall. Uh, let's pick up a stick and let's yeah. go get them. We yeah. don't have time for those other arguments. And and I I don't know. There's there's a false choice. I I think there's there's a danger of fall, falling into a false choice. Whether it's uh, we have to. I don't think we're. That's what we're saying. It's it is a survival thing but as far as the choices we make every day it doesn't have to always be we let anything go because of ha- because of the other it's just the other right now is that's what we're we're focused on yeah the other won't let us go yeah. they are going to invade they're invading now they're not giving us an option of looking the other way we'll come back daniel horowitz will join us take us inside politics next <laughs> So late last year, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office released a grand jury report noting that law enforcement had received upwards of 2,000 complaints of home title fraud. And almost every case involved a faulty notarization. In fact, the the problem is so bad that the grand jury report uh, described it as an epidemic because criminals are looking for vulnerable properties. They scan the obituaries. They pour through public records. uh, And it can take as little as a forged deed to transfer ownership. And then it can almost be impossible to reverse because once the title is transferred, the fraudsters then take out a mortgage, maybe sell the property, you know, liquidate uh, the equity with a HELOC. Sometimes they even rent it out. But now you can prevent this from happening to you or someone you love with Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. If you want to protect what most Americans uh, will be their most valuable asset, their own home, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your home to learn if your title's already been stolen. Uh, If you register your home now, you're going to receive a free title scan and report. That's normally a $100 value, but it's free today for going to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. All right, let's go to our weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. Daniel Horowitz is here from Conservative Review to take us inside politics. Daniel, good to see you, brother. How are you? We're doing all right here in the swamp. How are you? Uh, about the same out here in the Midwest. So oh, I told that's not I, the swamp. <laughs> I told the audience yesterday that uh, until the the report is released publicly, uh, we were turning the page uh, from the Mueller report uh, from the Barr letter. Uh, there's no point monitoring um, and, and reminding people again that, you know, enemy media doesn't want to admit that they've been had or they, in fact, were trying to, to lie to us all this time. I, I wouldn't monitor CNN any more than I'd monitor Iran uh, or Al Jazeera for that matter. So uh, it, it was time to move on now to actually governing the country again. So you're going to help us uh, make that pivot here today. In your view, with the attention that's been focused and somewhat justifiably, 
on a hoax that essentially was done to uh, overturn de facto, if not literally, a presidential election result the left didn't want. What is the what are the one or two issues right now that if you could grab us all by the ears and say, all right, hey, we, that's done now. Back, let's get back on uh, eye on the prize, back on target. What would they be right now, Daniel? So look, you know what I'm going to say. If there's one issue that if you look at the multitude of consequences from it continuing, you look at the trajectory of how bad it's getting and you look at our ability to deal with it. In other words, we're not going to say we're going to abolish Social Security. We're going to abolish the New Deal, right? That That's not in the cards. If there is one issue, it's the border. I mean you don't have to reinvent the wheels on it. You don't have to teach people the mechanics of healthcare and what has caused the corrupt system we have. Everyone understands an invasion that you can't have entire countries now empty out into America and they could just come and release them. It's worse than anything imaginable. Trump doesn't even have to say anything. It's all out there. Um, that is the issue. But as you well know, Steve, commensurate with the severity of every issue is a dosage of political morphine that our people will take. And you see it's not a problem. See 5,000 people, 5 million people could cross our border and and just you know destroy our country. But if I got Mueller and I got Avenatti, and you know what? As far as the border, we got some money to build 57 miles of wall that then we go and send the border agents from behind the wall to bring them in. You know, we've never had a better week in politics. So uh, I, I I don't see anything changing. Um, I did is, see Laura Ingram from Fox tweet out yesterday that uh, I think the number she threw out there, correct me if I'm wrong, 183,000 families with unaccompanied minors have been allowed to come through because of the, uh, hey, I may be an MS-13 gang member and I'm human trafficking this kid, but uh, I'm their dad. And I'm, he's, we can't have an unaccompanied minor, so let us all in. There's been 183,000 of these uh, since Christmas. Is that stat right or thereabouts? So th- those are the ones released. Um, coming in, there's been you know hundreds upon hundreds of thousands. A- according to the CBP, we're on pace in the month of March, which is almost over, to bring in over 100,000 people. That's an annualized pace of 1.2 million um, I'm gonna have an article out soon. Uh, the head of the Border Patrol Council, Brandon Judd, told me that these are the highest numbers in the history of Border Patrol. These are the highest numbers while we have control of the White House um, in the history of Border Patrol. We've had years in the past where the appre- the number of apprehensions was a little higher, but the number of unique people apprehended. Um, it has never been this high because back then, again, it was the same people. We just kicked them out. They'd come back. Drug um, mules, he, uh, people like that that were repeat offenders, stuff like re- that. Repeat, you know, he would talk about it. He said it, sometimes in the same shift, he would have a group of um, uh, three, seven people that came three times in the same shift that he was – forget about the same year, the mm-hmm. same shift. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be counted as 21 apprehensions even though there were seven people. Now they're almost all unique people and eventually – um, they are all released, whether it's immediately after three days or after 20 days, irrevocably changing the um, structure of our nation, um, impoverishes anything, bringing in diseases, uh, the, the drugs, the gangs. The, I mean, 
the number, I mean, just last night, a woman in Oklahoma was killed by an illegal. No one will ever know about this because if Trump doesn't tweet about it, then no one knows about it. Uh, Steve, here, here's the thing. I've fought this issue for 12 years. What we have right now with Republican control is 100 times worse than our worst nightmare that we were hoping to defeat and we're sure proud that we're able to block. If you think about this, I want your audience to understand this very carefully so we don't get hooked on political morphine and think we're making progress where we're not. And I know I'm you know, doom and lamentations, but you got to know you don't have the ball in the end zone in order to get it there mm-hmm. and don't think that you have it there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the past, the issue was we want to give amnesty to however many millions of people who are here 10, 15, 20 years. What we have right now, and we are told that nothing will be done until there's 60 votes in the Senate and or 94 district courts agree, which is saying basically until the end of times, is a perpetual open border yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. Where any person could come with a kid, theirs or otherwise, from any country at any time. And they are here forever, and we will let them in. I, again, I want you to understand. Everyone's like, "Man, let's hope we don't have an amnesty bill." Again, an amnesty bill is talking about people who are here for a long time. This is an amnesty for anyone coming, anyone in the future who will come. It's so bad that uh, we're emptying out Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador, but now Nicaragua and Cuba and some other countries are coming um, because it's. It's not just those countries. It's anywhere. They're coming from all over the world. This is under our the watch of this administration. Steve, I'm going to close with this point. I said on my show, and I agree with you, I understand. I understood Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. If you want to take a victory lap on Mueller, I, I, I get it. I respect that. I understand it. I'm not saying it's not important. It's important in the respect that it's very important for your offensive linemen to block and tackle, make the plays on the defensive linemen. But then what? You don't go and dance around after you blocked one of the burly uh, defensive linemen. Then you got to freaking get your wide receiver or running back to freaking get the ball down the field and make the play. If we actually are a movement where a talking point is not the goal, where it's policy outcomes that's the goal, so you should celebrate the ending of the Mueller cloud of illegitimacy over the Trump presidency so you could get on with this. Right. I mean, what's the point of, of pointing out that this was a coup attempt, essentially? Uh, at, at, the, at the very least, it was an attempt to undermine and delegitimize a president that you don't like and an election result that you don't like. What is the point of pointing that out and then beating it and then saying and then but then not saying now we can govern? We, we, this is a legitimate presidency. We, we pointed out what a scam this is. I mean, that's the difference between what we, I mean, what is the end game of this? Just to, you know, what's the, what's the end game of really a lot of what we do? Yeah, I know I've, I've, I've got a, a column coming out uh, today at conservative review when it comes to how we monitor the media, you know, when we monitor the quote unquote liberal media to what end, just to continue to remind people, Don Lemon sucks uh, to continue to remind people Anderson Cooper's 180, not 360. I mean, what, what, to, to what end? 
I mean, do we just keep if 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 all it is is here's our snide commentary to their bias uh, to their hackery. Meanwhile, we're just going to continue letting them govern the country regard with their ideology, regardless of who wins elections. Then what is the point of this? So what 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 was the point of beating back? The entire Russian collusion hoax and the effort to delegitimize the, you know, the president and his agenda. If you're not going to follow it up by pursuing the agenda, I didn't, what, what was the point of it then? And let me give you give you a great example. You know what I would do if I were in charge of this uh, uh, Fox News Coke movement? Um, what I would do is I would say you want to talk about Russian collusion every day. There's hundreds of Russians that go to South Florida in these hotels lie about their uh, tourist visas, drop a baby, and then under these erroneous policies in 18 years, talk about Russians influencing our election. They're freaking voting in our election. We're going to shut that down. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, That's one thing I would do. But, you know, Steve, it's worse than the way you said it. You know, I always got to tell you it's worse, and it is worse. There'd be one thing if when Democrats are in charge, it gets bad, and when Republicans are in charge, they don't do anything. But it doesn't get worse, and we just play around with media memes and talking points as an end to itself. The problem is, like I demonstrated for your audience on immigration, because of the courts, they get their stuff done. You know, let me give you an example. We're all about the Green New Deal now. Oh, we got to fight that. And I laugh because the Democrats will never have the guts and the ability to implement that. But you know who's implementing that? A judge just shut down 300,000 um acres of drilling, which is one of the biggest successes. If, if you had to point to the few successes on policy, it's that. It's it's economic. It's national security. We could totally beat Iran and Europe over the head and, and Russia with it. And they said you must take into account with your assessments um, uh, a climate change because that's what Obama did. We have a situation there now where I want your audience, again, to understand this point. I wrote a column explaining what's going to happen over the next two to six years. What do we expect to accomplish? Well, best case scenario, Trump gets reelected. Republicans retake the House. Best case scenario, they're coming nowhere close to 60 votes in the Senate. And even if they did, half of them don't believe in conservative agenda, the Trump agenda, or both. Okay, so nothing is going to come out of that. Well, maybe the budget bills. Well, you can't have a government shutdown. Okay, so it's not, not that. Okay, so executive action. No, but any district judge wins. Okay, well, we can't do new good stuff, but at least we could get rid of bad stuff from Obama. No, judges are now saying every single thing. that Nullifying elections, meaning that you must maintain the regulatory environment of the previous presidency, even though you elected a president who said, I'm going to we're going to do a different regulatory environment. And that's what you voted for. Right. Yeah. So Politico has an article on, you know, racial um, student loan stuff. Everything in the Department of Education, you know, Betsy DeVos is kind of the squirrel. The stuff she would do, which is nothing new, is just it didn't exist from George Washington to the second term of Obama. I'm just getting rid of it. Done. Gone. Well, okay, but, you know, eventually we'll go to the Supreme Court. Then at least then we'll win. You know what? Um, Go to Politico today. You'll see that despite Trump v. Hawaii winning the travel ban, the lower courts are about to put another ban on it. So if you my point is this. If you don't make some sort of play, I believe it has to start with lower courts don't have this power of universal injunction. Very simple. But forget about solutions. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to us. Recognize the problem. Have some sort of political barometer 
and thermometer that's properly calibrated and is not broken and where you can get a sense of what is progress and what is not progress. There is no purpose to me beating Lisa, Strzok, Lisa Page and Peter Strzok over the head as an end to itself. After eight years, we have an invasion of our country. Planned Parenthood is worse than ever. Um, the debt is utterly insane. Healthcare is utterly insane. And we're f fighting more social work overseas than ever. But I really stuck it to Peter Strzok, baby. Yeah, we don't even, the talking point battles we win don't even matter. All the Democrats, the blackface racist Democrats in Virginia are still, the Me Too Lieutenant Governor, they're all still in power. No, nobody goes to jail. No, I, mean, I mean, Peter Strzok, you know, uh, ought to be tarred and feathered if not uh, considered a traitor. You know, he'll probably be a seated contributor making more money than you and I in, in about a month from now, right? I mean, that's, that, so even when we, when we win the talking point battles, that doesn't, there's, there's no, no end game to winning that either, apparently, you know? Well, but, but there is. I mean, my Fox contract and, sure. and more books. Yeah, we're good. I mean, th that's that's ultimately where it is because I'm just saying, you know, look, look, let, let me just go back to immigration. I understand that, you know, Trump didn't cause this. It wasn't his fault initially. When he was running, we were hoping we would go forward. We would end chain migration. We would reform, you know, and sanctuary cities and the diversity visa lottery. Finally shut down illegal migration. All right, you tell me, you know what? We didn't do it. But we are at a point where the border is more open by a factor of three than any time under Obama. Again, don't get personal and hormonal on me. I'm not criticizing Trump. I'm just stating a reality. This is where we are. We Not only didn't we succeed, we went backwards. Mm. You could blame different people for that. But focus on it. Don't lie about it. Recognize it. Otherwise, we should all go home because we have no purpose in this business. Daniel Horowitz will not be appearing on any of Fox's primetime programming tonight or at any point in the future. Thanks for joining us here, though, on The Blaze, brother. Good to see you. You're welcome. Ah. Uh, Hey, you know what? There's only like three or four cell phone carriers in the country, and you kind of can't live nowadays without one. Uh, and the reason why is because of how much it takes to build and maintain those towers. And when you look at the way that um, they like to do business on the left, uh, restricting uh, free speech, uh, shadow bans on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, removing conservative apps uh, from apps stores, uh, taking your accounts down uh, from you know crowdfunding uh, websites and things of that nature, um, you know what? You do have a choice. You know, if 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 the left wants to use their corporate interests to fund their causes, so be it. But uh, you have an option when it comes to your mobile phone carrier. Pretty much all of them have the same service plan. The difference is what they do with your money after you give it to them. And that's where Patriot Mobile comes in. Uh, America's only conservative mobile phone company. Every phone call protects your constitutional rights. Every bill fights for your freedom. Get the same reliable nationwide coverage uh, you already have. But know that your hard-earned money is supporting conservative causes and organizations that you support. And with plans starting as low as $25 a month, why wait? Call them right now. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Make sure the uh is in there. 1-800-A-PATRIOT and use the code BLAZE to get, um, uh, you know, uh, to, or to waive your activation fee. All right. Waive your activation fee. Promo code blaze at 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or you can visit them online.com, patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Exact same thing. You can waive your activation fee. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze. 
you have a quick thought on what we just heard uh, from from Daniel Horowitz about what's going on at the border right now? Well, best I can sum up, uh, it, it this is so broken. The tentacles run so deep that listen, it's 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 about picking the big fight uh the little skirmishes were they're way beyond that a big fight with high possibility of loss needs to be taken i'm reminded uh, steve hasn't seen it because daniel day lewis creeps him out but the movie lincoln (laughs) is brilliant abraham lincoln had no idea he was going to be able to pull that off he knew he had to try though and it was at risk at every point um but we don't pick those big fights uh anymore uh as conservatives and therefore we really shouldn't call ourselves conservatives anymore call it whatever tribe you want to but we ain't conserving a damn thing until we start picking some better fights and bigger ones way bigger all right we'll come back uh, for hour two here live and on demand on the blaze we've got uh, a truth bomb you don't want to miss at the top of the hour and then we're going to play our weekly game of buy sell or hold who knows what cornucopia of topics we will touch upon you and the audience will likely determine most of that hour two coming your way stay tuned We're back with Hour 2, alive and on demand on The Blaze. I am Steve Dace. They're Todd and Aaron. And you are you. You can let us know who you are via the stevedace.com inbox. Email the program. Steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E if you're listening via podcast or on Blaze Radio. And if you are listening via the podcast today, if you could uh, leave us kindly, please, a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice. Thank you to those of you that have done that already. We appreciate that. You can also like us on Facebook, but you need to like us a lot for you to like us at all. That's right. Not my fault. You know, I'd prefer just like one click would work, but apparently it requires 34 of them. We apologize right. for the carpal tunnel. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, you know, the symptoms of being shadow banned on Facebook. So like us at least 34 times, if you could, please. Uh, and then you can also just follow us on Twitter. So far, you just need to follow us one time on Twitter, but we anticipate that that will soon change yeah. as and, well. And when you're leaving your iTunes review, which more and more of you are doing, uh, make sure you leave like 50 of them as well. What well, Each one of you leave like 50 reviews um, because even though we have, you know, uh, thousands or approaching thousands of reviews on iTunes and ratings. Um, we, we can't top. We can't even hit the top 200 podcasts or podcast amazing. episodes. Even though we're, you know, we're always hovering around number 50, which is not as good as we'd want to do, but it's pretty good on on Stitcher, which is a huge platform. It's so amazing. I, there's it, there's like I, there's like podcasts that have like nine reviews yeah. that are in the top 200 on yep. pod, on mm-hmm. iTunes and. Can't break in. It's truly fascinating. Yeah, right. we get we get about uh, six hundred listeners to our Michigan podcast. Uh, that's number fifty on iTunes, but not this show where we where we talk about other stuff. Yeah, it's, I'm just not that good at this. I think we should just conc- come to that conclusion. Or or, you know what? I'm a victim. There it is. That, why not? Why not? Somebody hand me a suckling spot on the government teat. There's got to be at least one or two available, right? Is this the singularity? What's happening? <laughs> well, I think I'll just buy some rope, duct tape. I know a couple of Nigerian buddies of mine. <laughs> oh, so. don't, kids, don't answer emails from anybody from Nigeria. All right? That's the moral of the story. Aaron likes to tell you don't drive in a ditch. 
Don't open an email from Nigeria. All right. Hey, if you have uh, fought the battle of the bulge yours and feel like it's a losing battle, I've been where you are. Let me introduce you to a new product because as those New Year's resolutions start to lose their resolve, when you're fighting and fighting and fighting, you're like, I'm just not getting the results I want. So, you know, uh, let the dog return to its own vomit. Don't do that. All right. One of the big issues we have as we get older is the old metabolism just ain't the same. And that's why you want to check out this new product, Riduzone. And no, this is not a stimulant. Okay. Uh, it, this only has like three ingredients, and one of the main ones is what's called OEA, which is one of the main substances found in olive oil. Uh, in fact, all of our bodies produce it. It's just it, we produce a lot less of it the older we get. And this is what kind of kicks our metabolism into high gear on one end, but then also will send the body the signal, hey, we're full. We don't need to eat anymore uh, on the other. So if you are feeling like, hey, man, I've hit a wall here, uh, Try to give your metabolism the recharge, the reboot, the boost that it needs with Riduzone. And right now you can get a three-month supply using my name, Steve, as a promo code when you go to the website, riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, okay? Riduzone.com, promo code Steve. All right, let's get to today's Truth Bomb brought to you by my new book, Truth Bombs, Confronting the Lies, Conservatives Believe to Our Own Demise. You can pick up your copy at bookstores everywhere. Just look for Kamala Harris's book. It's apparently right next to that for some reason. Soulmates, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm reminded of a Joe Pesci skit. Uh, you are blind as a bat and I have sight, right? I actually- oh, Joe Piscopo, you Oh, Joe to. Piscopo, did I say oh. Pesci? I'm sorry. You should beat me up for that. That's a classic. I, I, one of the best times I had working at Salem is when is they had us out at a retreat at a five-star hotel and Joe Piscopo, who does the morning show on the New York station out there, he, we actually got to hear him do that live, you know? And they didn't let us, any of us know, you know, it was during a lunch- and he just came in and started reenacting that for us. Man, I busted my phone out, filmed that uh, right away, and sent that to the wife to score some major wife points there. You know, so, him and Eddie Murphy. That that's one of the all-time old. classics. Yes. Absolutely, it is. Okay, so if you're wondering, hey, Dace, where's your book at uh, Barnes and Noble? Look for Kamala Harris's book. It tends to be right next to it for some reason. Or if you don't want to go anywhere near Kamala Harris's book, and straight to mine, just go to Amazon.com, buy it there. Uh, and if you have had a chance to read the book, thank you. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you liked it at Amazon.com. Those are always appreciated as well. Today's truth bomb is this story. All right, this is a story that ran on CNN yesterday. Steve, I thought you said that uh, there's no point in monitoring. This is different. All right, we're not, we're not monitoring them for bias. This is recon. This is, take it from me, who's worked on a few campaigns. This is what's called an oppo dump. This is oppo research. All right. And so when in, in a primary, what you do is you go to an outlet that reaches the same base with the candidate you prefer to win the nomination that the candidate that you're dunking on also her base, potential base of voters would go to as well. So the fact that CNN is the source of the platform for Democrats to oppo dump each other, <laughs> it's just that's a Babylon B article waiting to happen. Okay, but that's not the point of this. You, we, it's just funny. We all knew this, right? Okay, you know. So when when the Democrats are dunking on each other in a national primary, they're they're doing it. CNN's one of the unbiased. This is a banana. Uh, we that's not the point of this, though. That asked and answered, Your Honor. We already know all that, right? Okay. I mean, is the Pope Catholic? 
we're prior. We're prior. We're we're prior popes Catholic. That's the new question now. Yeah. We're prior popes Catholic. <laughs> Almost made it through the show without going there again. There's so much shame. Just- as soon as I said it too, I wanted to bring it back, and then you jumped on it. I was actually going to change and move on, and then you were like, uh. so I felt like I had to finish the point now. I So again, I'm a victim again. Stop victimizing me. I'm not picking on him, all right? You did this. You brought me in. I was going to let it go, all right? Fair enough. Okay. We're prior Pope's Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry that was bad, but you well, left- everybody's still on it, and rightly so. It's right. it's funny because Todd's a Catholic. Yes, it's the gift to own all gifts. Yes. All right. So it, the point of the truth bomb is not that Democrats feel like they need to go to CNN to dunk on each other because we know that's you know, the other America. The point of today's truth bomb is the content of the dunking. Okay. Kirsten Gillibrand signed a 2008 amicus, that means friend of the court, or amicus, brief with Dick, Ch- Dick Cheney. With the guy who shoots people in the face, Steve? <laughs> yes. That guy? And lawmakers in support of overturning the D.C. handgun ban. Uh-oh. Um, since we're making uh, uh, 1980s era uh, pop culture references, particularly with SNL characters, allow me to uh, resurrect Kevin Nealon's great subliminal man from Weekend Update, Please. if you'll remember. Okay, Allow me to translate what this means. Uh, the Democratic Party has become so anti-American that it is now considered an effective oppo dump on your Democrat primary opponent that they actually once went on the record to defend a constitutional liberty. That's your truth bomb. That's your truth bomb. That they are literally looking to expose where Democrats, other Democrats are, looking to expose where their Democratic competitors once supported the Constitution. This is another, you know, we've used these phrases and I find, I guess I should thank the left they're giving me real-world examples all the time to define in practical terms when we've used some of these um, explanations yeah. or definitions in the past. Never be angry when they tell you who they are. So when I've, when I've said in the past there, that there's a difference between something being unconstitutional and anti-constitutional, okay? Meaning something can be unconstitutional that it, it's just not found in the Constitution. But the practical result, like the, the word Navy— is not found in the Constitution, okay, for example. So something can be unconstitutional, but it, it doesn't necessarily, um, and it, or nor was it even intended to, uh, abuse the premise and the structure and the conclusions of the Constitution itself, okay? Something that is anti-constitutional, though, the word anti, what does that mean? Against. Against. Something that is anti-constitutional is meant purposefully. Now, things that are unconstitutional, sometimes they may, the effect of going there. They might be good ideas. Yeah, yeah, they might even, but the effect of going there may ultimately, in the end, undo or unravel or abuse the Constitution in some way. Um, but it wasn't purposeful right. at, the in, at the intent, the effect of just how far we took that point 
just that was the effect of it. That's why you've heard me talk about what's effectual and what's intentional a lot recently or purposeful. Something that is anti-constitutional, it's expressed explicit purpose. Not it, It's not even implied. It's explicit purpose is the undoing. Of the schema, the 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 premise, the and and the the practical application and conclusions of the Constitution, it it wants to undo it. It is a de, it is a purposeful deconstructing agent, and that is what the Democratic Party has become. And again, it's the same thing I said last hour about the orcs. I'm not saying this. Did who, who did I do that headline? Nope. I I didn't know what a Kirsten Gillibrand was like six weeks ago. Okay. I, uh, they're telling you, they're telling you, okay. When they when they hit each other on the grounds that, hey, you once supported the Constitution. You can't be the nominee of a major American political party. So you can't be a you can't be president. Who? Oh, by the way, when they take the oath of office, it is to wait for it. Just a little longer, wait for it. Faithfully uphold and execute the Constitution of the United States and to protect it, defend it, from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. So if you are identifying yourself as anti-constitutional. If you are attacking people running for the same position in your own party on the basis that they defended the merits of the Constitution, aren't you therefore admitting that you are a domestic enemy of the Constitution? I'm just, I'm just following the math. Isn't two plus two or four here, Todd? What am I missing? You're not missing anything. Hammer this point home. They are enemies of the Constitution. They're, this they, is they, a, we're in the middle of a revolution. I yeah, say it yeah, for a reason. Yeah, they're they're telling you that. They're they're telling you that. They're attacking each other on the basis of that. This is why it's such a son of a gun too to believe in tribalism, because sometimes within the tribe you get to evolve like Obama. On marriage, mm -hmm. but sometimes you don't get to evolve. If you were ever once, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, as in her case, pro constitution, you're going to get scalped. It it just depends on who's more, who's you know. It, that's how clicks go. It's like Mean Girls. You know, sometimes you're in, sometimes you're out. That's you just exactly never know. Right. That that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, let's get to this week's edition of Buy, Sell, or Hold, brought to you by our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. If, like Aaron, you were getting, you were struggling to get started today because he was beleaguered uh, to open the program by his own admission. Again, I'm not saying it. You said it. You're the one that told me, hey, I'm, I'm totally just out of it today. I didn't get to bed till 1030. <laughs> Again, those were your words, right? Well, when you put it, when you say it like that... Lullaby. That, that, I just don't like your tone. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> yes. yes, there it is. So if, if like Aaron, you want to try, we talked about this earlier. I love this product. I use it frequently myself. It's called From Dawn to Dusk because I'm not a coffee drinker either. I mean, you could drink coffee, you know, and that, that's your caffeine boost in the morning. Cool. I'm not a coffee guy. It's weird too because I love the smell of it. It doesn't taste like 70% smell or something like that. 
So usually when you like the smell of something, you like the taste of it, right? You know, coffee is something I love the smell of. I've just never developed a taste for it. All right. So uh, you don't want to go to a gas station and buy one of those little bottles with the 75,000 ingredients. You can't pronounce either. Get your energy boost uh, the way nature, your creator intended from the team of top physicians that gathered together to form Brickhouse Nutrition. They have developed today's most advanced energy boosting formula. Uh, and there's no afternoon crash, no jitters, no calories, no sugar. Um, I, again, I love this product. It's called From Dawn to Dusk. Um, and right now, you can uh, visit BrickHouseSteve.com and get a bottle of this groundbreaking formula. And when you use promo code Steve, you'll get 15% off of your first order today. All right, so here's the website, uh, BrickHouseSteve.com. That's BrickHouseSteve.com. Promo code Steve to get 15% off of your first order. So Aaron, let us begin. Here are the rules. Aaron, usually uh, supplied by you and the audience, will put forth a series of statements or questions or predictions. Todd and I, and it could be on, on any subject Aaron so chooses to highlight. Todd and I will each decide, are we buying that? Are we selling that? Maybe even have a good reason why. Uh, and then once per show, we are permitted to put a hold on something, but if it is for any reason other than what we are being asked to comment upon is so lame, it is beneath the dignity of us making a call, then we will uh, be mercilessly mocked as the dude code commands for punking out. Aaron. All right. We're going to do this right away. So the NFL uh, passed some new rules, and I don't have this tweet up here, uh, but I'll get to it just a little bit. Uh, new rules regarding Todd. I mean, instant replay. Sorry for the redundancy. Uh, they voted 31 to 1 to make pass interference reviewable by replay. Uh, they can uh, Coaches can use... Their coach's challenge is 28 minutes of the half, and then the last two minutes it comes from the booth. Um, Jeff wants to know, and I don't have this tweet up on the screen. Jeff wants to know, 3.5 games this season will be, devi- will be decided by uh, instant replay review of pass interference. You buying or selling that? Are we talking preseason, regular season, playoffs? Uh, no, regular. Let's do regular Just season. Just regular season. Three and a half games. In the whole season? In the whole season. What be it set? Well, so you're sell- if you think it's going to be a lot more, you're selling. If you think that's the right area, you, you can buy. Oh, this is going to be a total cluster, so I guess I'm selling it. This is just, it's a disaster all the way around. Um, you're thinking, so you think it's too high? That's why you're selling? Well, I thought, I... I didn't think I was. I thought I misinterpreted the question. I thought I was. T- yeah, because you're asking us an over under question, not yeah. a buy seller buy or sell question. Nope. Uh, typical typical uh, buy sell with numbers. So if you think it's in the right area, you buy it. If okay. you don't think it's anywhere close, yeah. then then sell. I actually think it's actually in the right area. I don't believe it'll be as many games as somebody who watches some of virtually every NFL game, uh, courtesy of the Red Zone and Sunday Ticket. Um, I don't think it will be as many games as people think I just, but I do think it'll be very impactful because of the games it will, um, it will, it will decide and determine um, what happened. I agree with adding it to instant replay. If you're going to have instant replay. And the reason why is this is the most punitive penalty short of an ejection in the game in the NFL is pass interference. All right. I mean, it's a spot foul. This can be literally a 75 yard penalty. So, or if it's a 40 yard penalty um, you know, you, when you, when you look at, um, the yardage lost that you otherwise would have gained, it can be an 80, 90 yard swing 
one way or the other. And that's 45 yards you didn't get. Now the ball comes back to 45 yards back to the original line of scrimmage. So if you're going to have that rule, if, if, it's, if you're going to so punitively punish this penalty, then I've always found it to be irresponsible that it wasn't included in what can actually be challenged and reviewed. Uh, the reason the Saints Rams, the reason the Saints Rams game, the NFC Championship game, is what prompted them to change this, is because it was so rare for it to be so blatantly bad. That's why I don't, I don't believe you're going to see as many games changed as people think. Because if it was rare, you don't need this. Uh, I would just, I actually, I, I, I think it goes least the other way. You at least make it available for the playoffs. Yeah, I think because it it's rare and so it. impactful, it doesn't make nearly the change to the game that you're afraid of. You don't, you, you don't need, and it's as part of a larger package. Now you can review non-calls. Where does this insanity Where, end? Uh, this is uh, not, this is childish nonsense. All that needed to happen to over two, how many guys are, I don't, how many are on a referee crew? Oh, Seven, eight, yeah. whatever. It's, it's a lot. It's Come together guys and say, yeah, it's, Cook that one. We're overturning that. Yeah, that's how you. That's how adults would do it. Oh, I agree with you on that. Th- I agree. This, th- we didn't know what a catch was. Th- if if people are honest about this, instant replay is making people really, really stupid. You 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 have a call that all of us can see in this basketball tournament. We see it once for one angle in two seconds. They're looking at it for four minutes. This they, they you're not. This isn't a cold case okay just it's a sporting event you are taking the fact that this is humans doing human things there are mistakes part of the mistakes are what make this thing uh glorious and it should be human error uh humans coming together that can fix it It is well within an umpiring crew and again you might i i was a minor league professional umpire so i have been trained in this if somebody kicks a call like the one that affected your pitcher losing a perfect game Mm -hmm. what should have been in the rules is that all four of them come together and the three say dude we're overturning that right now i totally agree that's all it would take it doesn't take all of this rube goldberg nonsense this is gonna end up farcical just like we didn't know what a catch was i promise you well now you're giving me a choice i don't previously have all right the reason why i'm an advocate of instant replay is because the options you have presented me to um to provide accountability amongst the umpires and the referees in these various sports aren't given they don't they don't they don't they don't they don't talk to the press after games they don't face any kind of scrutiny we don't we don't have analytics on umpires and and referees like we do the players and the coaches and everything else okay and so if we i i would much more be in favor of because what's happening in these college basketball games is 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 getting beyond ridiculous and how long it takes to walk over and now it's not as bad in the ncaa tournament because there's a full-time official there and they just walk over and the guy says hey there's that but during regular seasons games and there's 300 teams and they don't have that guy it just goes on and on and on Okay, if you told me that we were going to give the exact same accountability and transparency with the guys in the striped shirts and the guys in the dark shirts as we do everybody else involved in the games, and then we're just going to let the chips fall where they may, you know, like as if a pitcher hangs a curveball he didn't intend to hang, he doesn't get back and get right to pitch the he doesn't get to do the pitch over right? right? It counted, all right. But we all know who was responsible for the screw up, and he's held accountable, right? These guys aren't really held accountable collectively on any level and virtually any sport whatsoever. So if you're telling me that instead of we're going to replay everything because you you are right with one premise 
that essentially what we're doing is we're saying since there can be no accountability, we're just going to keep adding more of a regulatory state to all these sports, right? Because we are. And that's what we're doing. I agree with you. But you're not, I'm not being given that choice. And that's wrong. I'm being told that these guys get no accountability. Okay, so since none of those officials that watched that mugging, two of them stood right there, okay, and literally were within spitting distance of a mugging in that NFC Championship game, and the head of the crew never came over after seeing it on a 100-foot jumbo trot and said, hold up, dude. They should never do the playoffs again. Since there were no members of the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police there to say to Jesse Jesse Smollett, I held it a no, all right, now you're telling me, hey, a whole city and whole franchise, you're just screwed because we're not going to do our jobs. And and no one gets fired. No one like the NFL didn't fire that entire crew the, publicly the following Monday. Can argue with none so of this. Since, so so if because now you're going to tell fans, hey, we're not going to give you any accountability for the rep. And and now that we have legal because there's another angle to this too. You got to consider the legalized sports wagering too. All right, these leagues are going to get collectively sued, guys. All right, they're going to get class action lawsuited on the grounds of you're not offering a, uh, you're you're offering an event that isn't properly regulated and you're taking my money under false false pretenses and and they're going to get class action sued and so what's going to happen now is they're going to they're going to provide even more of this bureaucratic cover to say hey we reviewed this nine different times we're not liable okay this is the replay was here the replay everybody saw it we're covered here that's another reason they're going to do this that you have to consider too Okay, the legalized sports wagering aspect of this is is they they can't operate as a self-contained stock market anymore. They can't operate as a self-contained Nasdaq anymore um, uh, or any other market that has a speculative aspect to it. Soybeans, corn, uh, livestock, pick real estate. All right. The reason why all of those that all of those markets that have a a learned speculative aspect to them are all regulated is because if they weren't, if there was not a regulatory agency there, they'd all be getting sued every time uh, somebody got a result they didn't like because they would be found liable for not guaranteeing the the purest outcome here. That's another reason why you're going to see more and more replay as well. That they won't, And they won't want to say that out loud, but no. that is another reason why. That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to Constantinus Redatus, who sponsors Take but does not fund this segment. We're near this week in politics isn't Trump, but total depravity, always and forever. Yes. Good reminder. Bye. I, I don't know how Donald Trump could not be a winner. I, I don't. Okay, I, I think you have to really reach here. I do. I mean, his presidential win has was 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 undermined by what turned out to be a hoax for six hundred and seventy seven days. Is and that how? That's how long. Or that's like that's actually just how long the special counsel operated. Okay, um, that's really close to six hundred sixty six days, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. yeah. And while and 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 while I listen, I was one of the first people that pointed out the existence of the special counsel in this case is his own fault. I was the one that pointed that out. The interview he did is what invoked the recusal. They had a, we had a special counsel three days later. That wasn't the origin of the Russian collusion story. This thing was going on all. Remember Jared Kushner, who I can't stand anyway. But just because I don't like, same thing I said about Brett Kavanaugh. It, because I don't like your political ideology, doesn't give me a license to not defend 
you know, when you're being unfairly attacked as a human being. You know, Jared Kushner met with the Russians just days after the election and uh, cut a deal. This thing was happened 10 minutes after the election. I don't, and, he, and he's been vindicated. I, I don't know how, and I know, I know, I know my position on Trump is determined by whether I sold out again, again. Yeah, okay? and I, I think it's important. I just, no BS this year. I just want, this is the part of the show where Steve has to get his pro-Trump talking points and that he got from Glenn Beck <laughs> and Mark Levin and all those guys. So just, just so we're clear on did that. Did I, hold on a second. Um, did I? Did I get them all in? Yeah, you got them all in. All right, thank you're you. You're good. Yeah, how but, do I know you're selling out your principles right now to both sides? Because you're talking. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how. I, I Listen, I agree total depravity wins all day, every day. Terrible people doing terrible things to other terrible people. Terribly. Yes. But he got one of the biggest vindicate, public vindications a president has received in American history. I, I don't know how he's not a winner, guys. I don't know how he's not. I mean, he watched the guy who, who led the charge on cable news get led away in handcuffs by the very Southern District of New York that put his attorney in prison, Michael Cohen. I mean, guys, I, I'm sorry, Constant. I, I, I can't David French with you today. I, I, some, there, I, don't, I don't think there's any explanation other than Trump won, guys. You know, that, 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 scoreboard says... Trump has more points this week. He won. Yeah. Give him his win. Take the W. Agreed. Give him his win. Doesn't mean we won, broadly speaking. I mean, he's still the guy that did bring, uh, you know, a whiff of, well, this doesn't seem right because of, and we, Steve, you've talked about that at length, the amount of s fools and twits and scoundrels he surrounded himself uh, by, and, and many of them are going to jail. Steve just did that out on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. So, but undeniably for him personally, it's a win for Donald Trump. Moving on, Jennifer Harris says we'll see bits and pieces of the Green New Deal slipped into legislation over time, or maybe years, till most of it becomes law. Republicans will go along with most of it. Bye. Bye. Can I add Metaphysical one sentence? certitude. Yeah, you're, that's what, Jennifer, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Harris. Brilliant. The only thing you missed is the portions the courts won't enforce on us. Is is well the parts the courts don't enforce on us is what will happen legislatively. But you're absolutely yeah, and it may not be like we may not have you know hands across America with an ocean railway. All right, not maybe not all of the specifics, but the fundamental schema. Yes, that's true. Which is another reason why I've said for years again, revival or nothing. It's revival or bust. That's America's future. Revival or bust. More in a moment. Hey, do you have itchy ears, ear pain, or that plugged up feeling? Maybe you're asking people to constantly repeat themselves. If these problems sound familiar, it could be like millions of Americans that may have to visit a doctor sometime this year for a professional ear cleaning. But now you can get those exact same professional results in the comfort and convenience of your own home with WaxRx. It uses a physician-developed technology that safely and effectively 
uh, removes earwax buildup, and then it will soothe the ear with a pH-conditioned formula. And now you can even not just use it in the comfort and convenience of your own home, but without a prescription as well. So try the Wax RX system risk-free today. Uh, to do so, just go to usewaxrx.com. That's all one word. That's the website, usewaxrx.com. Uh, and then use offer code radio at checkout for free shipping. That's usewaxrx.com, and the .com is, a, it's .com. Some of you are going to be like, Steve, we know that. You ever seen some of the comments on my Facebook page where a few people apparently are allowed to go? What? I, mean, I, I, I What? What? That's like, that's, that's my favorite NCAA tournament commercial right now. When the guy's getting his car stolen. Right. What? What? I love, what? I love that. I love the guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm a car thief. It's what I do. The one where I was playing basketball too, and he yeah. throws it. You guys suck. And the kid That's takes great. off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I post stuff that is clearly over the top. Like I did this yesterday, and I even posted an over the top link. I had people literally telling me they clicked on the link, and they didn't. There was nothing there. They didn't understand what I was talking about. So, let me make it real obvious. Okay. Use wax rx is all one word. The dot com is a dot. With a com. C O M. Right? Use waxrx.com offer code radio at checkout for free shipping. Let's continue with buy, sell, or hold. Aaron. All right, moving on. Jacob Hibbard says the Democratic Party breaks down into two parties, one a left-of-center party and one a socialist party before conservative media allows conservatives to break from the GOP. I'll let so you, you get that? So yep. the Democrat dissolves before Republicans dissolve. I'll let you oh. take that first. What do you think? We keep – we've dabbled with this a couple times. Uh, because the audience keeps coming up with clever ways to, to re-ask it again. Yeah. Okay. This is one of the more clever ones, I think. But you, I'll let you I go think first. I'm, I continue to lean towards the left breaking down into multiple parties before the right because there is a there, there's a lucidness going on to what the Republicans. Are. I mean, you you know it. Everybody knows the game. Steve knows the game. He's told you other about it's it's in that book right there, Truth Bombs, about what the establishment is. And it's really, really hard to break that up also because of the psychology of where else you're going to go. There's the left, again, just like I showed with Christian Hillenbrand, the the eating of their own, the the way it happens. I I, I do think that there's – it's not a certitude, but if I had to put my money somewhere, it would be a break of the left before a break of the right. So can we put Jacob's tweet back up there? Um Jacob, I I think you have correctly identified the political paradigm, but I don't think you have correctly identified the right paradigm shift. Um, I, I think that it is possible to create a coalition of people that effectively break away from the Democratic Party because of what it's becoming. You know, and and this was, you know, we've had this dynamic before. In the 80s, they were called Reagan Democrats. And these were people that thought taxes were too high and the Soviet Union was too powerful and maybe didn't agree with Reagan on four or five other things, but agreed with them on those things. 
um, and thought the Democratic Party was too left on tax policy and too soft on the Soviet Union. Okay, so we've seen this dom- this, this this dynamic before. Do I think there is a group of people that the fraternal order of Chicago police yesterday sort of are symbolic of that are are willing to stand up and say, hell no, yeah. I don't believe the Democratic Party will break up. There's too much money. There's too much cultural power, hegemony, political power that I I think you could see more of their coalitions in places like Iowa erode, in places like Michigan or Wisconsin erode. Uh, somebody sent me some polling out of Wisconsin or out of Michigan yesterday, actually. It was really good for Trump, actually, in the light of the, the kind of the first post uh, Russia collusion is a hoax thing. Do I think you could see in those sorts of places, meaning the the political coalition that Trump put together, could you see that coalition expand? Yeah. But if there was going to be a breakup of the Democratic Party, I don't believe it'll happen because you can see the actions of Joe Biden. You know, a few months ago, not too long ago, I was very bullish on his his general election chances. He's dead man walking in that primary. I'll just tell you that right mm-hmm. now. He's the Jeb Bush of 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're never going to find out how he would do exchanging trolls with Trump on it. A, on a, we're never going to find out. You don't think I feel sorry about Anita Hill is going to yeah, help yeah, that no, way back machine? No, I, you're, you're, learning, he's, you're, you're learning a guy that has, you know, if Jeb Bush was painfully unaware of the fact that he was in a political party that had passed him by. You know, he was painfully unaware of it. He's overly aware. Is he's that what painfully you're yeah, too aware. I, I know. You're yeah, exactly painfully right. too aware. He is, he is too pandering that it's off-putting. And, and, and leftists aren't like us. They're, they're far more masculine. They're far more badass in the way they approach their political activism. When they smell weakness, see, here's what we do. If Jeb Bush had done what Joe Biden is doing, what would have happened is a whole bunch of Christian leaders— and conservative leaders would have said, hey, this is our time to go negotiate with Jeb and get our, our spot right now. You know, get our cut of the hundred million. He's got to sit in that super back. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what they would have done. They, instead of sensing weakness, they would have thought, all right, let's get the best deal we can get right now. When leftists sense weakness, it is unconditional surrender. They're going to, they're going to pummel Joe Biden to the point that he will not run and endorse Stacey Abrams for president before. Okay, you can see the weakness they're already getting him to show as a candidate. They have they have already convinced Joe Biden to remove all the reasons that he would have been a potentially strong general election candidate. Now he's just another intersectionality hack who's an old white male with a bunch of creepy photos of him, uh, you know, uh, having women sit on his lap. So. Now it's the, now Joe Biden has all the baggage of being Joe Biden and none of the benefit. He's toast in that primary, I believe. Toast. So I don't that that that's that's a dynamic of a party that's not going to break apart. The Republicans are going to be the party that's going to break apart, hmm. I believe. And like I said the last time this came up, I I don't believe it will be the conservatives that will go. The Bush Bushy types will go. They will be the ones that will go. And of course, I think you and I both came down on different sides, but neither one of us would be shocked if the other one ultimately is right. I yeah, mean, I yeah, think, and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I would, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I feel real strongly about this right now, given the evidence in front of me. Okay, but 
when you're in in the midst of living through a cultural dev devolution, the chain of evidence can change quite, oh, yeah. change quite a bit. All right. The number of times this year where you've come out strongly on one thing and the next day, speaking of SNL, it's hardly my faux pas. It's like, what is, <laughs> yeah. how could I know? Yeah, I feel like I am. Uh, but I'm Burt Reynolds, earnestly trying to answer uh, uh, Alex Trebek's questions <laughs> on Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL, and all my answers are wrong. But I'm really sincere. And I really thought it through. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. So based on how things stand today, yes. You know? Now, how, what, now so here's an obvious follow-up question. What evidence, give me a, Steve, give me a hypothesis of, a, of evidence of how you could see the evidence change. It would change your mind. Well, let's say I'm wrong and that Joe Biden wins the Democratic nomination. And then he decides now I've got, and he, he decides he's got to pull out his Etch-A-Sketch. Hey, I, I, I moved to the left. I was severely progressive to win the nomination. And now I'm going to eat some chicken sandwiches. And I'm going to sister soldier Stacey Abram types. Or maybe not her, but somebody like her. Now that, that could be a dynamic that would get me to change my mind. Something like that. Okay? Because I, I don't think they, I don't think homie is going to play that on the left. Okay? So, but... What's happening to Joe Biden is confirming my the analysis that I have right now. All right, moving on. Zach B says, "Lock her up" is used more as an applause line at <laughs> Trump rallies than they're openly advocating killing executed babies in 2019 and 2020. So, which which one do you think was is going to be used more? Is basically the uh, uh, the, the question here. Do you think "lock her up" is going to be used more? Do you buy that? I, I giggle because I, I cheated and read, a, read ahead to the end of the tweet. That's what made me giggle. So I'm sorry. Um, I don't think either one is going to be used very often at all because of how we move. There's going to be a new version of Locker Up aimed at somebody else. Um, but it's, if we're talking about these specific two things, and this makes my previous analysis makes it even sadder still, I think Locker Up, even though it's become irrelevant, is still going to be used more than Defend the Babies. Hmm. I'm going to sell who, who was it that that's a Zach Zach. I'm going to sell your proposition. Not because I don't appreciate your cynicism. <laughs> All right. It's because I think maybe you're offering me the wrong cynical choice. Okay. If you're, if you're, if the premise of your argument is that Trump and his rallies would much rather react to and indulge in the chant that that um, adorns itself in his persona more than an issue of substance. I agree. Anybody want to disagree with that? Mm -hmm. no, I, no. Okay, we all agree. I think you may have the wrong um, embracing of his persona, though. That I, I think it's going to be uh, Russia collusion hoax, yeah, Lisa Page, yeah. Peter Strzok, at all that that, uh, that I think Locker Up will be retired, yeah. and it will be replaced by the vindication that he has uh, that he has received here. And oh, by the way, I think both of those will actually work for him. Actually, I think they both will. And don't forget fake news; that's never going away. No, that will never go away. I agree. I think they both will. Yeah. I mean, essentially, whether you like Trump or not, this is an observation, not an analysis, or not a judgment. Every reason that you would have 
if you, well, let me put it this way. If you made a, um, if you made a negative vote for Trump, meaning I'd never go to a rally, I don't like the shtick, I can tolerate it in small doses because I kind of think it's funny, but I, uh, it's not my thing. I don't watch the, I don't watch the rallies in total. I don't get off on it. Not my thing. All right. I just don't want us to be Communist Party USA or and or I hate the system. And the fact they don't like Trump just gives me another reason to stick a middle finger in their eye and, and put him in office and and just watch him, you know, uh, you know, drink the turd out of the, t- the punch bowl. If you made a negative vote for Trump. Every rationale that you would have made that negative vote, the left has affirmed and cemented for you, which is why I don't believe Trump will get fewer votes. He's going to get more votes than I got the last time, I believe. It's just going to be a matter of whether it's enough more votes, okay? Because they're going to get more votes too, I believe, no matter who their candidate is. I don't, they will not, they will not run a campaign that doesn't go to Wisconsin and, and leaves 40,000 black voters in Milwaukee sitting on the sidelines. Okay. They'll get higher turnout amongst blacks. Uh, then, and it will, and she got a very high percentage, but again, it's never the percentage guys. It's always the turnout. How many times have I had to teach you that lesson? Okay. Her black turnout was bad. Um, it'll be better this time. Okay. So I think both sides will get more votes this time. Trump will grow his base. Because if you if you were and it because and most of the people that didn't vote for Trump, I think I might be qualified to answer this question because I was one of them. Most of us that didn't vote for Trump didn't vote for him because we didn't believe his personal character justified taking the risk. His con man. Yeah. But a lot of those votes he'll get too because people will look at how far left the left has gone. And then he actually has kept because you, because he hasn't kept many promises, but you didn't think he was going to really keep any of them. So you kind of have a pretty dim view. You know, it's a little bit like uh, Roderick's rules, diary of a wimpy kid. Hey, lower mom and dad's expectations. <laughs> so that when you show up, and you got to see on that math test, dad's all disappointed, but then you remind him you got, you failed the last one. And now it's progress, right? Right. Okay. You're laughing, Right. But if at first you don't succeed, lower your expectations. All right. Uh, Michael Underhill says, Steve's first book, post-Trump era, will be titled The Great Cuckening or The Cuckinator. <laughs> uh, I like the way you think, but I'm going to sell. I, if I write that book, uh, hang me, hang me, somebody get a rope and hang me. All right, no. No, unless I like Michael Knowles it and it's just all blank pages. <laughs> was he the guy that did that yeah. reasons to vote Democrat and they were all blank pages? I think that was him that did that. So unless it's a, unless it's a gimmick, I, I no. I put myself for six months in the shoes of a demon from hell. I'm, I can't do that again. I'm <laughs> I personally like cock-a-doodle-doo, but yeah, Sal. Matthew Shoon with some um with we we need to unleash some discipline here, I think. I, I would agree looking at this. Matthew yeah. Shoon says Easter candy is better than Christmas candy. I, that's go to the corner and think about what you've done. Wait, what? Easter candy is the same candy. They just put like 
It's pastel worse. colors. It's worse. It's all the same candy we get all year long. So what's Christmas candy? Well, to, to me, I would have... Now, let me say this, though, in Matthew's defense. Prior to Cadbury Mini Eggs coming out with a Christmas product... <laughs> we need a which dissertation is the same, on this again? Oh, if there's anything that needs a dissertation, <laughs> God. it is the gloriousness of Cadbury Mini Eggs, okay? Uh, which I'm almost, in, I'm almost in the mainline phase. I'm almost... Popping a vein, a bicep vein when I get home now. I've had so many of those. But uh, um, now that they Cadbury mini eggs, they're putting them in a Christmas. That actually kind of hurt a little bit. Uh, they put them in a Christmas form. So they, they're they they're just like, you know, the Christmas balls that you decorate your tree with. Okay. This is the most emasculating segment you've ever done. Pontificating on Easter eggs and hurting yourself. Come <laughs> I mean... You need to recover What's my hard. name? What's my name? Talk about something substantive quick. My, my name is Stefan. Uh, I'll pray oh, for you. Breaking news. The AAF is in jeopardy of folding. Buy, sell, or hold. They fold before the end of the season. The NFL. Oh, sell. Bye. NFL can't let it happen. No. It's embarrassing for the NFL. And just they leave let, an open they, void yeah, for the XFL to come in. Yeah, they cannot let Vince McMahon step on their neck before they even start play. They can't let that happen. Yeah. But anyway, back. But anyway, back to spanking Matthew. So, um, you ever forget kneeling? They let that happen. They can let this happen. They're good at letting these things happen. Friday's the big day. All right, we've been telling you about the unplanned movie. It comes out on Friday. I'm getting emails from folks talking about, hey, we're buying out theaters and they're selling out over the country. This is a movie you definitely want to see. Do not let the R rating scare you. I've seen it twice. It's not worthy of an R rating. They're, they, they are trying to tarnish it. They're trying to scarlet letter it because it effectively steps on the neck of the shibboleth of the damned. Don't let them get away with it. Take your teenagers to see it. Take all your friends to see it, all your pro-choice friends to see it. Need to see this movie. Uh, it is powerful, and you absolutely will not come out of that movie the same uh, that you went in. All right. Um, if you want to learn more about the unplanned movie, the story of Abby Johnson, the former Planned Parenthood advocate, youngest clinic manager in Planned Parenthood history, turned pro-life act- activist. If you want to see what she saw that changed her mind and her heart, if you want to see that, you need to see Unplanned. All right. Unplannedfilm.com is the website. Unplannedfilm.com. It's really well done and it's powerful. I can't wait until you all get to see it uh, to find out what you think. I'm going to go see it for a third time. My wife has not been able to attend any of the screenings I've, I've had of it yet. So we're going to see it uh, this weekend as well. Unplannedfilm.com. You guys have any final words before we uh, check out of here for the day? Yeah. Just yeah 30 re- remember seconds. your faith, as I've said before, is a rated R faith. So don't be afraid of what they're preaching to you on that. Well said. Very well said. Don't forget the Blaze Roundtable coming your way today as well. Back at it again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.